G'day all gums and non-gums. Pun of the week is back. Good morning, gums and non-gums. Oh, it's an honour to get my gum cap. Mate, I am watching them, mate. How you gonna? Kind of the right amount of rowdy. Always stay the right amount of rowdy. And always remain the right amount of rowdy. G'day everyone, welcome to the Right Amount of Rowdy podcast brought to you by the Gums Gallery. I'm Ben Hughes, your host, and today again we're going to sit down with a professional athlete to talk a bit of golf. Quick mention the Sporting Chance Cancer Foundation. They're a non-for-profit organisation who financially support home care units that help make life easier for children with cancer. Uh, There is a link in our bio and on the description of this episode, so please do yourself a favour Go onto the website, look at the amazing work they do, and donate now. Now, on to our special guest for today's episode, the second episode of the Ride of Mount Rowdy podcast. We have New Zealand-born rugby player, former Highlanders and Hurricane player, a Maori All Black, and he's now playing a bit of rugby over here for the Green Rockets in Japan. I've managed to play a few rounds of golf with him, and geez, it's been a laugh. Fletcher Smith, welcome to the pod, mate. Yeah, thanks, mate. Geez, you pumped me up a little bit there, mate. <laughs> Good to be here. Good to be here and have a bit of a yarn about golf with you. Yeah, awesome to have you, mate. Now, uh, we've been struck down by a bit of COVID, you and I. We're in isolation at the moment. How are you travelling in there, mate? Um, to be fair, it hasn't been too bad. Um, just get a couple of days throughout the, the 10-day period where it rocks you around a little bit, but hasn't been too bad, mate, yourself. Mate, just chipping away, like you said, hasn't been too bad. We've all done it before. Have you managed to get the putter out yet and roll a few down the hallway? Or I tell you what, I haven't. It's, um, I've just got a lino here, no carpet, so it's, it's hard to hard to really get the speed going. Um, so I haven't haven't really got into that yet. Yeah, I was this far away from purchasing a, a mat on Amazon, a putting mat. And you know, we've talked about it before. That's where the games won and lost, isn't it? Well, that's exactly right, mate. I was just about to say that. That, that, that area of your game needs a bit of improvement anyway. So, <laughs> Oh, here we go. Right, we'll get into the golf chat. Mate, so first of all, what's your handicap at? Um, as you're probably aware, lately, mate, uh, my golf's been <laughs> pretty miserable. I'll probably, uh, probably sit around 18 to 20 at the moment. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's just one of those things where you've got to put a bit of time into it at the moment. I'm not really doing that. Yeah, yeah. And you're, you're classic, right? And everyone does it. Oh, the old, uh, you know, back when I was playing like two, three times a week, it was, it was down a bit. But, you know, so what, when, when you, know you were what? playing two, three times a week back home, what was it down to? What, where, where I was, was, was going to say that. I was going to say that, but I didn't <laughs> want to be that person. Um, but since you've asked, um, I don't know, when I, was, I was probably playing a bit of golf uh, more than I was playing rugby a couple of years ago, just around trying to get to the range a bit yeah. um, throughout the week. And maybe around about a 12, but it was pretty hit or miss. So 18 to 20 is probably pretty fair. No, and I believe you, mate, when you say that. I'm maybe <laughs> taking the piss, but I do believe you. You do hit a good ball. You've got some game about you, that's for sure. Um, mate, home course, back home. Um, where where do you play at when you're back home? Um Majority of the golf back in New Zealand when I was playing was in Hamilton. So, uh, course St Andrews, which is the local course um, in Hamilton. Most of the boys play there. And that's really where I got into golf a few years ago when um, the rugby season was on and something to do on your Wednesdays and Sundays. So, yeah, St Andrews, the old Drews. Yeah, nice. And what about, we've spoken about Christchurch as well. You got a little home course there as well? Or yeah, there's a bit of a gym down there. 
yeah, yeah um, Shirley Golf Course. So lucky enough to live pretty close to that. And um, the golf course that I'm with in St Andrews gets me the affiliate rights to play down in Shirley um, in Christchurch, which is a, a bit of a steal um, in comparison with the courses and the, and the money that I pay to get on the course. So yeah. I'll take it whenever I can. 100%. I did my homework and uh, had, a bit of a, had a bit of a look into the old, uh, was it Shirley? Yeah, Shirley, Shirley yeah. Mate, unreal Nick. Great course. Was it top five in New Zealand? Yeah, I reckon there's probably a couple up in Auckland. Queenstown and Christchurch wouldn't be, a, wouldn't be too far away from being one of the best in New Zealand, I reckon. Yeah, I hate people like you that get reciprocal rights to these, these amazing places. But you're an all right bloke, so it makes up for it. <laughs> Man, I don't blame you. I, I, play, I play pennies and I play on a hell of a course down there. <laughs> awesome. And, mate, favourite club in the bag? What's your go-to? Um, I do like the driver. Um, mm. it's, not, it's not very kind to me very often, as you're, as you're aware of that as well. But if I had to bank on one to hit a decent shot, it would probably be an eight-iron. Eight-iron? Um, yeah, it gives you, I suppose, the right amount of loft but the right amount of distance as well. Yeah. I thought you might have said gut wedge. You love pulling out the gut wedge. Uh, you've seen me a couple of times. I think you've got a video on your Instagram as well, on Gums Gallery Instagram, me fatting, fatting it with my wedge. <laughs> I often do that, so... I know the eight iron just seems to slip under the ball a bit easier than beyond the old 50 degree. Yeah, beauty. Awesome. Um, mate, and you spoke about before how, like you touched on it, how you like got into the game. So you mentioned you got into the game like when you were sort of playing a bit of rugby and, you know, a way to play with the lads and do something with your spare time. So you never never played when you were younger? Um, it was probably one of those things where I just played every now and again. We just with the family. Uh, i got two brothers and my old man enjoyed playing so we probably got out I don't know a couple of times a year when everyone was back home um, as everyone lives all over the world so uh, it was probably about maybe 2018 2019 where um, a few of the boys on the team really loved it and I started um, just hitting along just hitting a few balls every now and again um, yeah. throughout the whole and is this at Landers or uh, this is in Hamilton, in Hamilton. Oh, yeah yeah okay yeah um, and then I ended up and making the big decision to get my own sticks. Yeah. Um, well, one of the great days. And then ever since then, I suppose I've just been kind of locked into it. And uh, one one good shot around brings me back for the next one. 100%. Absolutely. And talk to me about when you, you know, you said you played more golf than rugby. Uh, talk to me what your week looked like during that period. It was, it was bad. Like um, that time period, I was kind of, told people, especially my family, I was, I was probably more full-time golf, part-time rugby at that point. <laughs> um, it was during the Super Rugby season, I wasn't getting too much game time. Um, and that's kind of when I was playing in Wellington, got a bit of a course, a uh, really nice course out of Wellington that I found out about. So I was probably hitting close to a thousand balls at the range, I reckon, a week. <laughs> um, the Golf Warehouse sponsored the team, so... Yeah. Um, jumped out there and got three balls. Um, so I probably in one seen maybe 250, 300 balls on a Monday, maybe a Wednesday and try to play a couple of times a week. So yeah. I was probably putting more time in, into golf than rugby. Uh, and that, makes sense. that 12 handicap you were talking about before, if you're hitting a thousand balls a week and you're not down to at least a 12 handicap, there's something wrong with you. No, honestly, mate, it makes a massive difference, say, the range. If you can go there and just smack a few seeds, obviously the course is different when you're under pressure and people watching you, but I don't know. If you can get a few reps out of the range, it does uh, wonders for your games. 
Um, mate, so I wanted today to do a bit of a, a SWOT analysis on your game, right? So obviously, you know, strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, and threats. So, you know, I've... I've... Let's, just with, let's just start with the weaknesses, mate. <laughs> you want to start, start with the weaknesses? Move past the strengths because there aren't many of those. No, <laughs> oh, you've got to have, you've got some strengths, mate. Like I was saying, you've got some game, but yeah, all right, we'll go we'll go straight to the WR. Right, what have, <laughs> we, got, what have we got for the weaknesses, mate? Uh, we'll start off with me driving, mate. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to um, it's probably similar for you too. It's probably the mobility in the back is just really not there. Yeah. Um, yeah, we've spoken it about it before, haven't we? Uh, you watch videos. How far back they get, and we're just like these little stiff. They... Oh, it's bad when you see it on video. You just look like you're rotating, look like about 80 years old with the old <laughs> door back. So, I, I definitely need to improve my mobility in the back to get a bit of range in the driver. But um, yeah. I know often, I often thin the ball as well. You've seen me do that a few times too. <laughs> um, I know. Yeah, most of my games a bit of weakness. I think maybe maybe. <laughs> There's a little bit of decent putting every now and again. So that's a strength. So we've gone weakness, driver, thinning the ball. Yeah. So my weakness has gone from a driver, all yeah. my irons, and then yeah. sometimes I can putt all right. <laughs> Mate, your chipping's not bad either sometimes. Mate, those, that, that hole that, that you're talking about, referring yeah. to 100%. <laughs> 100% Two birdies, we've played the same course twice. Birdied the same hole, chipping in from about, what, did you say 20 metres? Uh, yeah, I don't know, maybe around, yeah, maybe around that. But the worst thing is what I come with on the next hole, mate, is double bogeys, bogeys. <laughs> I just lose that top that I gain straight away. So, um, I feel you. I feel you. All right, what about... I'll tell, you what, I'll tell you what the biggest weakness is, my golf yeah. game, my, my head space. The head space? Head space is no good. No good. And that's 80% of golf. That's, that's what I mean. That's why my game's so poor at the moment. <laughs> my head space, my head space when I had a bad shot is just not there. It's not no there. good. No. Mentally, I'm not there in the golf game at the moment. Is that something you've been, you know, you know, working on, or is it just something that's you don't think will ever get better? Yeah, probably the latter, mate. It's something I don't work on, but I expect it to get better, and it just doesn't. So, <laughs> right, so maybe there's an opportunity for you there, mate. Oh, what have you got for opportunities? Mate, I think that's 100% of it, isn't it? Spend yeah. a bit of time on old mental skills. I need to get back into the range. Had a few weeks off the range. Um, so I've got to get back into the range. And yeah, yeah. Well, this was going to be one of my other questions, right? How does your golf game help your rugby? But from the sounds of it, it sounds like your rugby game can help your golf game. <laughs> Goal kicker can slot them, although we have had a few competitions at training and we're 2-0 and o to me, right? Oh, one all, one all, mate. No, I'd like to say that you withdrew from the last one, so I'm up two one. <laughs> no, no, just, that was injury, injury. Yeah, know that. The first okay. one, I think, the first one was probably six love, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. I was, I was coming off, you know, a tough day, mate. It was a big day that day, so yeah, you, well, you, you, did, uh, you did put a good performance out in that second one. But <laughs> I've taken the third one from withdrawal, so I'm waiting. <laughs> Once we get out of this COVID stuff, mate, we're back into it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. But mate, maybe that's that's a genuine question. Does maybe rugby help your your golf game a little bit? I'll tell you what, the big thing you probably agree with it as well. 
um, golf help in the rugby game is just being able to get on the course. And because you have so many issues playing golf, so many things going wrong, you don't yeah. really consider rugby at the time. Yeah. Um, so the, the, probably the big thing that I can interchange between the two is just getting away from it. Yeah. Uh, there's so many things to focus on in golf that you played eight or nine holes and you don't even spoke about rugby at all with the boys. So yeah, mentally it's pretty refreshing. That's uh, one of the big things that I like getting out there, even if I'm playing poor. Yeah. Uh, getting out there and just focusing on something else and just putting your attention on it. Yeah. 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 Just putting the phone away for a few hours and, and lapping it up, getting outside and chatting shit and hitting a yeah, few balls. I- Hundred percent, and I think especially over in Japan, you take away maybe five or six hours out of the day that you're not even talking about code or anything. So yeah, mentally it's pretty refreshing, um, and you have a good time with the lads out there as well. Although it's not cheap over here, is it? Tell you what, mate, it's not. <laughs> Old Hugh is trying to get me out every week, but it's costing me a fortune. And maybe maybe that's a threat as well. That's a threat to your golf game. How expensive it mate, is over here. A threat for the wallet, mate. Threat for the livelihood. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but do you have any threats? Other threats? Many, um, I can't really think of any at the moment. No threats. What about alcohol? You you drink alcohol on the course before? Yeah, so that would actually probably do good things for me. <laughs> it, might, it might become a threat for other people around me, but um, for my game, it might relax me a little bit and focus not on my golf swing did you ever have like a, a friday back home you know when you you weren't maybe playing on the weekend and you went out played on the friday over and ha- had a few bevs on the course or you keep it pretty I have actually, when i was in dunedin we went out with a few of the boys i can't remember what, what day of the week it was but we ended up getting carts and we had a few um can of hole as well which when i'm looking back at it, i don't know why, why they gave us golf carts and they knew we had bevs but it turned a little bit um a little bit messy but it was a hell of a day yeah, uh, driving around with the carts, especially in Dunedin during the winter, it gets a bit when it gets a bit wet later in the afternoon. Um, yeah. The traction on the old carts makes it a bit exciting to drive around. So, <laughs> definitely been a couple of times. Um, so in Hamilton as well, to be fair, in the summer, um, if you can get out in the sun, yeah, play a few holes late late in the afternoon is pretty enjoyable as well. Yeah, so you still get out during the winter. It's not too cold out in New Zealand or Dunedin gets pretty cold. Yeah, Dunedin gets pretty cold, but um, you get the old day every now and again in, in, in uh, winter where the sun's out and there's no wind or anything. So yeah. you make the most of those days and go and lose a few balls. Yeah, nice, nice. Yeah, so all right, to break it down and to summarise strengths, we had putting, big strength, you reckon? Sometimes. Some, oh, oh, oh. The flat stick. Some, yeah. <laughs> the flat stick. Right, our weakness is uh, the driver. And what's your miss? Driver, driver through all my irons. The miss? I'm probably a slicer to be fair. It's usually it's that that flat, dead flat push, isn't it? Well, that's the thing, mate. That's a threat to my game. I've just got so many things that can go wrong. So that straight push, it just goes. Bang. That's a big, yeah, <laughs> I can hit it everywhere other than straight normally. So <laughs> it isn't very yeah. ideal. Opportunities, mental game, real opportunities. Yeah, yeah. It's got, there's got to be uh, big opportunities to make some uh, progress in the mental game. Whether I do it or not, probably not. Um, the time will tell. <laughs> and then threats. No real threats. Oh, the yen. Mate, how much yen it is. Yeah. That, anyway, over the next three months whilst we're here, it's a, it's a bit... It of, is. 
Yeah. Golf was a massive threat to the lot. Even um, when you're not in Japan, there's just so many things to buy. New clubs to buy, new balls to buy, tees, gear. So, in general, golf is a real threat to my lot. <laughs> it really is. It's a threat to the livelihood. Although it's a great game, and, you know. Mate, what was that quote you said? A bad day on the course is better than a good day in the office. 100% true. Isn't it? Isn't it? Even though it's cliche, it, it hits the spot, that. So, you, uh, you weren't far from Queenstown, obviously, and I was going to ask if you if you played any any um, courses out there, but, you know, what's the best courses you've played um, around the world, wherever? Um, I haven't played in Queenstown. There's been times where um, I was meant to go last year, I think, after the season, but ended up coming over to Japan, yeah. um, so didn't do that. Um, there's a couple in South Africa that have been pretty unreal. Um, we're lucky enough to go over there. They're kind of like in little gated communities, so yeah. they're really well looked after. Um, I think we got on one course, it was ridiculous. Maybe we paid 50 bucks New Zealand, and we got green fees, carts, clubs, yeah. um, and a lunch as well yeah. halfway through. Stein? Stein City? Stein City? Uh, I was on. Well, we, what do you mean? Where, where it was? Well, it's, uh, last week, Brad mentioned Stein City out in uh, South Africa. Uh, I don't know. I was in Johannesburg somewhere. I don't know where I was. There's yeah. so many of them. Yeah. Um, but they've got the full setup for you. Oh, yeah. It's ridiculous. Home yeah. is like the, the amount of money you pay for what you get. It's just not ridiculous. Um, and yeah. the courses are pretty unreal. So I'll probably say um, and South Africa's probably been some of the nicest ones I've played. Yeah. Beauty. How good. Mate, there was one question I had on my mind and I was going to ask you. And I'll, I wonder if you, if you know... But what's the best shot, or what would you say the best shot is you've ever hit? Can you remember it? Talk us through it if you can. The concerning thing is, mate, I can't really think of any. <laughs> um, I know, there's been a few flukes. Like when I, when I played with you the other week, when I chipped it in from whatever it was, 20 metres, like, I don't do that. I don't do that often. So that was probably one of the best. <laughs> twice in a row. I don't know. I don't know how I've done it. <laughs> um, I don't know there's yeah there's not one that comes to mind like I haven't had a hole in one or anything or being close to a hole in one um, yeah. that definitely stay. have you had a hole in one before? yeah nah nah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't think you had <laughs> no there's nothing nothing that really um, stands out yeah. a little bit concerning yeah maybe eventually one time we hit, yeah. maybe it was on the range you've hit over a thousand golf balls on the range most weeks during rugby rugby season, so maybe it was out there. They were nice out of the range, aren't they? Like they're easy to hit off the artificial. You don't know where they actually end up. Um, so they all seem to be a bit nicer than when you get on the golf course. Hundred <laughs> percent. And do you do you watch much golf? Uh yeah, I do when I can. I suppose over the last couple of years, when I've uh, really got into it, yeah, um, I get around it a bit more. I don't know. There's so many golf um, competitions and tourneys that are going on in America at the moment. PGA, there's normally one every week, but yeah, um, I suppose there's a couple that you really like like to watch. Obviously, the majors, the ones yeah. with a bit of prize money. Yeah, um, very traditional, pretty cool events like the waste management. That's just been a couple of weeks ago with the sixteenth hole. So yeah, um, things like that and. Uh, to be able what's to watch the, some of the What's your favourite major to sit down and watch? Probably, I'll probably go the Masters. Yeah. Um, I don't know, I just, I don't know what it is about it. Eh? Like, if I refer it to tennis, it's the Australian Open kind of is like the equivalent for me, just around 
the hype it gets and how I'm pretty like really really want to watch it and see what's happening. Yeah, um, those are two pretty cool major sporting events. But the Masters is something about just the tradition. Yeah, I don't know how the all big dogs are there, the crowd, the environment. Yeah. Something about it, eh? You ever gone and watched some live golf before, like in New Zealand or anything? No, I haven't. The only ones that they really have are, I think, maybe the New Zealand Open in Queenstown. Um, yep. Every now and again, and I've never really been around that. So, yeah, I haven't been in New Zealand. Oh, that'll change your life. What have you been to? I've been to the Australian Open a few times, so where the Guns Gallery originated. Um, but And I went to the President's Cup when it was down in Melbourne. But, mate, yeah, it's unbelievable seeing the those guys pros do what they do out there and you get so much you get like your appreciation for golf just goes through the roof and how well they are how good they are and how far they hit it how accurate they are so who, who was someone who was someone that you wanted to see when you were able to see them live you just thought that's unreal oh well i was talking about it last week we watched uh tiger woods play and all the american yeah. boys play at the president's cup unbelievable um, we saw Rory McIlroy out at the Oz Open one year. We saw Spieth play when he won uh, two years. He won out here. Is it Bryson? Hey, Bryson was not. Yeah. Bryson wasn't. Yes, Bryson was there at Presidents Cup. Yeah, he was there, and it was just before he went to bomb dog and started bombing <laughs> them. And so he wasn't. He was a bit slimmer, um, still hitting bombs and all that. But uh, yeah, that was that was something. That, so that was a great trip, and yeah, do yourself a favour, mate. Get out, get out to a golf tournament. Man, I dare say that uh, trips like that are half golf and half the entertainment that happens off the course with the drinking. <laughs> no, so, I don't know what you're talking about, mate. No, mate, alcohol free was it? <laughs> Certainly not. Here you go, mate. Here you go. You got two major sporting events to go to in the world. What would you do? Me, mate. Why am asking the questions here? What is other it? than golf? Now, I just want to know. Me, I'll go to British Open. Other than golf. Other than golf, not golf. Other than golf. Oh, huge. Yeah. Well, probably Super Bowl. You'd have to go. To yeah. That. Super Bowl. And then, um, mate, you've put me on a spot here, but I'd love to go to a Formula One. But not, yeah. not in Australia, like Monaco or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be nice. Well, what about you? Yeah. Oh, Super Bowl would be definitely one. NBA Finals would be pretty unbelievable. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, there's yeah, there'd be a handful of things you want to tick off, and definitely a golf major will be up there. Yeah, Wimbledon. Yeah, Wimbledon. That would be nice. Would be nice one. That yeah. Aussie Open wouldn't be too bad. Yeah, but the golf for me, British Open. I'd love to go to British Open one time. Yeah, that'd be nice. That'd be bucket list. Bucket list stuff for me for sure. Hundred percent, mate. Um, have you got any like uh like a golf yarn or a story or anything like that? Just uh, just a bit of a laugh or anything? Um, yeah, I got a wee, wee one there in Hamilton. So I play with a couple of boys that are um, both footy players and they're pretty handy. One played off, I think, maybe a two or a three and the other's off a six or a seven. Yeah. Um, so we did the old the old snake eyes. Um, if I was three putt, uh, we got that going. Um, yeah. I had it, of course. Uh, <laughs> so coming on to the, to the 18th hole, which at St Andrews is... The green's elevated up a little bit, and then you got a bit of a bank, and then the massive bunker. Yeah. So you're probably you're probably hitting a nine iron or a pitching wedge. I don't know, whatever, maybe a one twenty to one forty meter uh, range, depending on where they move the sticks from. Um, one of my mates was playing off a two. He put, was putting together a hell of a round, 
Um, and he ended up, he got onto the green, but the green was quite quite big and quite difficult. The pin yeah. location was pretty tough. So he ended up going quite long, putted it back, and it came down a bit of a hill and rolled past the pin. So we started giving him a bit of shit about the old snake eyes because obviously the last one that ends up on it has to shout yeah. a few beers. Yes. Yeah. Um, so my other mate, he was pretty close to the pin, so he was almost in for birdie. Yeah. Um, so we were just kind of giving him a bit of banter. He was, he was the best in our group, um, so we are giving him a bit of shit about it. He ended up, he ended up two putting, or three putting, sorry. Yeah. Takes the snake eyes. And I spoke about the bank just before, so my yeah. mate's ball, Jack, was sitting next to the pin. So I suppose I said, Jimmy, Jimmy got that pissed off um, that he snake eyes. So Strats <laughs> hadn't been, Jack actually hadn't finished the hole. <laughs> Tucker picked up his putter and absolutely swung and swung and smoked Jack's ball off the bank down into the bunker. He was just that pissed off that he ended up on the old snake eyes. So this is in front of like all the old boys that are looking off the balcony on the eighth. <laughs> on the nine eight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All the boys. It was one of the funniest things just because this bloke's not known for his helicopters. Yeah. Uh, with the golf clubs. Yeah, he's yeah. obviously a phenomenal player, so he'll he'll shoot one or two under most rounds. Yeah. Um and just to see something like that happen, just be able to get in his head, bit of head noise on the 18th. Uh, was one of the greats. And this, this happened in 2018, I think. It's just something that I don't think I'll ever forget. <laughs> did, did the other fella go and get his ball? Like, pick it up? Or did um, him go get it? He just, he just started laughing and, and lost it. We just gave him birdie for it. But we just, we just couldn't bring ourselves to get back together. After and old Jimmy was pissed off. He was already up in the bar by the time we finished. <laughs> Oh, it's bad, but there's nothing like laughing over someone else's misfortune on the golf course. Oh, hundred percent, mate. And um, I've I've been I've been the one that people laugh at many times. So to be able to to turn that around and laugh at someone that doesn't really make too many mistakes is um, something <laughs> I really cherish. <laughs> Absolutely, mate. Um, I want to do a little bit of a would you rather, right? So put a couple of questions to you, right? See, you know which you would rather obviously um out of the two golf related um and then see how we go all right you happy with that yeah hit me mate i'm ready all right beauty so number one right number one scenario okay so would you rather smoke a driver so you got your sim driver right you've hit the best drive you've ever hit straight up the middle right sounded perfect the boys are around you it's all going your way you're feeling feeling awesome you come up to your approach shot, you've got about 80 metres, you know, you get that handy gap wedge you've got and you chunk it, okay? That's why. It sounds like you're talking about, talking about most of my shots. <laughs> <laughs> or you land, yeah, you land your shot on a par three, like let's say five metres from the hole, right? On a par three, you land it on and you three putt, okay? Which would you rather? tough i'll probably i'd probably rather fat my wedge i don't know there's something about three putting something about three putting that just like for the morale it just does bad things yeah oh i couldn't agree more being able to bomb your driver in front of the boys it's a real big real big dick move yeah so you take you take the egotistic route is that what you're saying 100 percent. yeah you'd go for the big drive to get the boys around you to feel good rather than the three putt Mate, there's actually happened a couple of times when, we, when I played with you the other weekend around um, when I drove the ball and I was standing probably 10, 15 metres in front of you looking back at you. Yeah, I was, I had a sore back that day. So. 
Well, mate, there's actually nothing better than that. Like turning around <laughs> waiting for your mate 20 metres back behind <laughs> you to take a shot. That, that is, you're not wrong. That is a good feeling. Yeah. But then... I'll, I'll probably, even if I fed it, I'll take it. Yeah. But then in that situation, I was hitting it onto the green, two putt regulation par, and you were chunking them. And so who, what would you rather be me? It's irrelevant, irrelevant mate. <laughs> it's irrelevant. <laughs> I'll bomb it. If I got the chance to bomb it down the middle every time, I'll take it every time. Yeah, no matter what happens afterwards. Yeah. I like that. I like that rationale. All right. Number two. All right. So here's one for you. And I don't know. Have you ever been hit on the course before by a ball? No, nah, no, nah, I haven't. Okay. So would you rather have a ball hit you Let's say in the back, right? We'll go to the back, right? Part of the body in the back. Would you rather a ball hit you in the back by surprise? So obviously the, the, the people that hit it, they called fall, you know, great golf etiquette, but you just didn't hear that fall and it hit you in the back, right? Or would you rather hear someone yell fall, you run to sort of get cover and then you walk into it. So you walk into the line of the ball. And it hits you on the back. I'd probably, I'd probably take that because when you've heard them call four, you know something is coming your direction, so you're kind of almost bracing for it a little bit. Um, yeah. I don't know. Like if, if you're standing there and the golf ball hits you straight in the back without you knowing, yes, it's going to be a bit of a shock to the old system. <laughs> but I think the shock, the shock factor is what you want. Surely, I don't want to be. Oh no, I could get hit. Because how how excruciating are those like two seconds when you're, you're here for holy, you know, I could get hit. But if you don't, if you take that away, it's going to be the same result. You're going to get hit in the back either way, but it's just that surprise. I mean, I'll put it this way, mate. You, I'm standing behind you and I come up to you so I'm about to hit you in the back or I just hit you in the back. Yeah. What would you rather? <laughs> I'd rather you're not know it's coming. So I'm you just want me to warn you, you? Yeah. You want me to warn you? I'll just relax. It's better when you're relaxed. You don't know. You could be chatting shit with your golf partner and then bang, it hits you. And you you're, not as, you're not as tense. And so I reckon it would be, it'd be a better experience, to be honest. So you're saying you would take a surprise whack in the back? Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't want to, I wouldn't want to know it's coming. I'll, I'll, probably, I'll probably have to say I have to know it's coming. I just to brace myself. <laughs> Just embrace myself. Oh, I've seen it happen on the golf course as well. I've seen it happen. So shout out to my mate, uh, Hamo, Pete Hamilton out there, fellow Gums Gallery member. We were playing one time and he, he hit a drive, big slice. And this tee box situated right where a perfect slice for a drive is. Anyway, we wheeled out four and this bloke has like gone to take cover and he's walked straight into the line of the golf ball. So if he stayed still, he wouldn't have got hit. But he walked. We were walking up to him and Hamo is like shitting himself going, oh, this bloke, he's going to want to fight me or something like that. Like he was really worried. Anyway, we got up there and he was, he was completely fine with it, obviously in a, in a bit of shock and like a bit, bit rattled. And then I was like, oh, mate, you, you shouldn't have walked into it. And then Hamo is like looking at me going, are you serious? Like, what are you saying? And it's like, mate, you walked into it. <laughs> He got oh, away yeah. fine. He was all sweet. I'd like. It'd be one of those things you just leave your seat there and go into the next hole, and you're like, <laughs> yeah. no, they knew, they knew, they knew <laughs> it was from us. It was oh, not good. And stupidly, my brother 
went to hit, like, we were like, oh, what do we do? And then we, we were like, we should run up to him. And then my brother still had to, we're playing comp. And my brother was like, oh, let me just hit my tee shot quickly. And he's going to hit his tee shot. And as it's in the air, you got, we're going, you're kidding me. And it's heading straight towards him. So we've done the old double four, four again. <laughs> and it landed like 100 metres in front of him. Anyway, we went back to the 19th hole afterwards. And the, uh, <laughs> we asked about old mate and said, oh, is he all right? And then she was like, oh, you the idiots that hit off again after you already hit someone. And we were like, God, oh, I was like, that's, that was my brother. That wasn't me. So, pushed all I mean, that. what are the chances of hurting him two in a row, mate? You may as well pull the on that. Exactly. That's what we thought until the ball started sailing right towards him. Anyway, it came It's one of those things, eh? One of those things, like if, if your old mate didn't hit him the previous shot, your brother's drive probably wouldn't have gone anywhere near him, eh? It's just one of those things. Oh, it was so funny. It wasn't funny that we hit the bloke, but it was just the situation. In hindsight, you can laugh about it. Yeah. Um, mate, last one, righto. So, this is a tough one. And I thought, you know, should I ask this? Should I not? But, you know, I was like, stuff, let's, it's the right amount of rowdy podcast. I'm going to ask it, mate. Um, would you rather never play golf again or never play rugby again? Tell you what, mate, with that build-up, I thought something else was coming in. <laughs> um, I'll probably, probably, <laughs> oh, I'm probably going to have to say, I'll probably have to say, never play golf again. Oh, come on, mate. You can play, you can't play rugby your whole life. Yeah. You can play golf one of, those, one of those things that's paying the bills at the moment, Jeezy. Yeah, it's true. It's, it's <laughs> golf game. I'll tell you now, my golf game will never pay the bills. <laughs> so yeah, say, yeah, your, your rugby game is supporting your golf game right now. Without well, exactly. It. My golf game doesn't allow me to play rugby. My rugby allows me to play <laughs> golf. Mate, yeah. I was disappointed. I thought I'd, I thought I'd hear the other. I thought you'd say, nah, stuff rugby. That's, that's golf. You know what? There's definitely been times throughout the year when you think 100% golf. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's one of those things. Yeah. I'll probably have to stick with rugby, yeah. No, I feel you, mate. I feel you. And sorry to put that question on you. And sorry to go against you. But, mate. How dare you, mate. Yeah, I thought I'd have to ask. And you, you've done a you very... Tell me, you can't tell me you'd go the other way. Uh, mate, I'm asking the questions, okay? <laughs> I don't have to answer anything. I'm the host. You're the guest. All right, mate. <laughs> right, mate. Uh, that's about it. That wraps it up. Uh, thanks so much for jumping on. Um, it's been an awesome chat to you about a bit of golf, mate. Um, and really looking forward to getting out on the course with you a bit more. No, no worries, mate. I've been uh, hectic, busy in this isolation, so it was good to fit you in. Um, <laughs> it's a spare moment I had, so I'll yeah, no, to catch up. Appreciate your time, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really do appreciate you taking the time, mate. I know you're flat out. Well, that's the thing, mate. I've been flat out, but um, anything for you, mate. No worries. <laughs> Righto, thank you very much. Righto, round them out of Rowdy Podcast Episode 2. Done. Gums and non gums. See you later. week is back. Morning gums and non gums. Oh, it's an honour to get my gum cap. <laughs> hey, I am flushing it, mate. How are you doing? Kind of the right amount of Rowdy. Always stay the right amount of Rowdy.